So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, hey, what's up, my man? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I am so glad you're here. And if you're wondering why do my intro sound just a little bit different than they used to, I um, I had a chance to sit in with a guy named Talon Michael, who is an online evangelist influencer, has gone from zero to three million subscribers on YouTube in less than a year, and almost a million collective uh, followers on TikTok between a few different accounts. He's been shut down for preaching the gospel a couple times, unfortunately. And one of the things that he taught me is that when you address an audience, you have to think about the forum they're listening in. So if you talk to them, if you're talking to a group of people, you know, like let's say I'm at church and I'm on a stage and I'm talking to a congregation, then you use plural words to address people. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys, you know, etc. But if they are, you know, seeing you on social media, well, they're not watching your social content in a group. They're watching it alone as an individual. So you want to address them as an individual. And with a podcast, it's the same. So I am I am trying that. It feels really awkward because I've just become used to kind of... Um, what, what, to be honest, like my some of my secret sauce in doing this podcast is I've always just imagined us sitting in a circle, like eight of us in a circle, and I'm just talking to the group. That's how I've always pictured things when I'm talking on the podcast. And I think that reflects in the feedback you guys give us. You say it often does feel very personal, feels like we're having a conversation together. And that that's always been the goal. But it's been kind of fun to try this as an individual uh, instead. So it's like you and I just talking face to face. And it also feels uncomfortable. So, you know, there's some growing pains in there. But I want to test it out. And if you guys got any feedback for me, please uh, write me in. Uh, what's our email? Podcast. Podcast at sathiasam.com, I think. So um, if you got any feedback, I'm all ears. Today we're talking about cocaine and porn. <laughs> I just laugh at some of these titles we come up with, man. Hilarious. Porn- what was the uh, pornography is a vampire? That was a good one. Or vampire porn uh, a couple couple episodes ago. Today we're talking about cocaine and porn addiction. So this is inspired by a study that became very public when um, I'm forgetting the name now. The uh, who are these guys? Uh, I can picture them. Wait for it. It's gonna come come to me. Uh, the people um, with Ted Roberts and um, oh my goodness, Pure Desire. Jeez, that took way too long. Conquer series, Pure Desire. Um, the people there had uh, released a study, and they they had hired a uh, some sort of medical practitioner to basically do some brain scans of a healthy brain, a brain that was addicted to cocaine, and a brain that was addicted to porn. And what the the images basically revealed is that the brain that was addicted to cocaine was just as damaged as the brain addicted to pornography. And particularly the damage was, there were particular areas of the brain that were smaller than they should have been, especially the prefrontal cortex, which uh, our longtime listeners will recall, that's the part of the brain that's responsible for 
executive function, good decision making, coherence, you know, the, the, the part that really makes us human and a superior species, that part shrinks when you develop an addiction. You become very short-term focused, you lose your sense of long-term gain, long-term vision, um, making good decisions, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I do want to issue a disclaimer because I'm going to, I'm going to, now I'm going to kind of talk about some of the interesting parallels and just offer my own two cents on what this study revealed. I have searched high and low to find the original photos or just something that would be a little bit more um, in depth. Like if, if I ever hear that there's a study, I shouldn't say if I ever, but generally if I hear that a study showed this and this, I will go and find the study or at least find the news article about the study um, and usually that points to the original. I have not been able to find anything that points to the original. So that's a little bit annoying because, um, it well, it, it's always a little bit strange when you can't find the original. I'm sure there's a good reason for it. I really do trust the people at um, Pure Desire, uh, the guys that created the Conquer series. I, I, don't, I can't imagine there'd be any funny business around that. But I just, uh, for whatever reason, I just haven't been able to track it down. So I would say we need to take some of this with a, with a bit of a grain of salt. And this would be... This would be like one of those things where the the findings of the study reveal what could be, but more research would be necessary to really stand by it, put a stake in the ground and say, this is absolutely true. So hopefully that gives you guys, you know, I, just so you guys know my heart, I want to teach you guys how to interpret data. I don't want you to just have to come to me to get all the information. I want to, I want to teach you guys so that you can extract your own information as well. Because that is uh, just supremely valuable in this day and age. A, a couple of thoughts. So if I told you that I, I snort cocaine and I had a cocaine addiction for 15 years, you'd probably say, oh man, that's awful. Tell me more. If I told you that I had a porn addiction for 15 years and I watched a ton of pornography, embarrassing amounts, you'd probably say, hey... Um, that's cool, man. So you've been married for how long now? You know, uh, it's interesting to me the the different stigmas that come with different addictions. And, you know, cocaine's got its own set of stigmas. So I'm not, I, I don't want to make it like, oh, porn, it's so much worse to be addicted to porn than another one. Like, uh, hard to compare addictions, right? But here's a couple things that we can say for sure that um, that the, the porn addicted brain and the cocaine addicted brain have in common. So the first thing is that they are incredibly fixated on short-term results. Incredibly, incredibly fixated on short-term results. What do I mean by that? Okay, well, um, when you are addicted to cocaine, your first priority is to get more cocaine. The, you experience the four Ds of dopamine, the drip, the, um, the drown, the deluge, and then the dip. Okay, the dip is what leads to the drip and you start again. So cocaine changed the structure of the brain, reducing impulse control significantly. This is pretty much the, um, the main thing that these two have in common, okay? The secondary thing that all addictions have, okay, all addictions, behavioral or substance, is that they reduce our capacity for relationships. Now, this is probably obvious with porn addiction, you know, because again, if you're having sexual engagement with pixels on a screen, 
you can kind of imagine how that's going to affect your relationships with real life people. But if you're addicted to cocaine, it's interesting. The the research is basically showing that addiction is is very much a connection issue. It's it's an attachment issue. And whether your addiction is porn, work, cocaine, music, gambling, alcohol, video games, whatever it might be, at the core of it is disconnection. Impulse control or reduced impulse control and disconnection. These are the two things that you're up against in pretty much every single addiction. Now, why are we talking about this today? Because you maybe have heard a lot of recovery stuff about porn addiction. I want to I come at it from a different angle today. And I want you to see addiction is addiction. And we would be wise in our pursuits of recovery to not, to not justify, oh, well, poor, it's just so much harder to quit porn because X, Y, Z. Oh, well, porn addiction is just totally different from all the other addictions because of X, Y, Z. Honestly, I'm not even saying that those statements aren't true. They probably are. What I'm saying is, why does it matter? Like, let's not, let's not spend so much time trying to split hairs over which addiction is worse or, oh, my addiction is going to be so much harder to overcome. When we could actually be spending our time and energy finding solutions that are going to help us move forward. So that, that has to be the goal. One of the biggest, the worst distractions in the world are not the obvious ones like pornography and social media and, and Netflix. And, you know, a lot of, it's a really media driven, isn't it? But the biggest, the biggest distractions we experience in our life are the things that are, are interesting, exciting, or pleasurable that are actually completely futile. One of the things that I fight with in the morning sometimes, because I, I wake up in the morning, you know, I wake up at 5.30, I spend my God time, I go for a walk, I'm doing a little bit of, you know, scriptural meditation lately, which I've been really enjoying. Um, I'm going to do it a little bit longer first before I report back to you guys, but so far so good. And then I do about two hours of deep work. And when I do deep work, that's not where I'm checking messages and emails and social media and whatever. That is not the place for that. My deep work is the place for doing the things that I need to do to move the needle forward for, in this case, the company, right? So I'm working on major projects where I'm doing some strategizing, um, you know, whatever it might be. That's where all of this is starting to take place. And that is why we've been able to grow as much as we've been able to grow the last couple of years, that it really is helpful. But the things that actually distract me the most during my, um, my magic time or my deep work time are the things that are really exciting that I could justify, oh, this will help the business, when I know for a fact it is actually just like a little short-term, like it's fun to do, but it's distracting me from the harder, deeper work that I should be doing. And the problem in the process here is that I end up spending my time and energy on something that doesn't move me toward my purposes and my goals for the day, the week, the month. And the same is going to be true for you. See, if you get caught up, um, distracted along the way, unfocused, sinking your time and energy into things that are actually completely futile, you're not going to reach that place of freedom. So this is why we warn about the gimmicky solutions. It's why we're talking about what we're talking about today. Because in your pursuit of recovery, you must be focused on the things that are going to drive you to recovery. So that's everything for today, guys. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. 
Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate all of you. I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you very, very soon. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.